stupid as the new smart is that pressing thought that just won't go away, that nagging hunch, that golden idea, that lofty dream, that if it weren't so seemingly stupid, might actually have the chance to become something truly significant. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge isn't power, applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today we're discussing Stupid as the New Smart. This is from a fantastic book, The Power of Starting Something Stupid. How to Crush Fear, Make Dreams Happen, and Live Without Regret. The author, Richie Norton. Two insights I wanted to share, Stupid as the New Smart, and the three big excuses. So let's get started with the introduction. Quote, what if the smartest people in the world understand something that the rest of us don't? They do. What if they know that in order to achieve success, they will sometimes have to do things that others may initially perceive as stupid? The fact is that the smartest people in the world don't run from stupid. They lean into it in a smart way. Drawing on some of the world's greatest success stories, past and present, Richie shows you how stupid is the new smart. The common denominator for success, creativity, and innovation in business and in life. End quote. I have to admit, I was drawn to this title of the book and really didn't know what to expect. But I picked it up from the library and thoroughly enjoyed the insights and truly found this book to be both energizing and inspiring. Quote, behind great success lies a common denominator, stupid, end quote. Insight number one, stupid as the new smart. Quote, stupid as the new smart infers that while an idea may appear to be inherently faulty, The idea is, in reality, sound and in your best interest to pursue, end quote. Do you hear that little voice in your head, those thoughts that constantly keep popping up in your mind of that thing you know you should do, but you let your mind and the opinions of others stop you from starting? Yes, really, that one. This is the kind of stupid the author suggests we need to give the proper attention to. Quote, The traditional idea of stupidity is old as time. Pick up any dictionary and it will offer some derivative of the definition, lacking intelligence and common sense. This type of stupidity is what I call unhealthy stupid. It is dangerous and clearly not the kind of stupid you want to embrace, end quote. He goes on to say, quote, stupid as the new smart, on the other hand, is healthy and should be sought after and embraced. Stupid as the new smart is that pressing thought that just won't go away, that nagging hunch, that golden idea, that lofty dream, that if it weren't so seemingly stupid, might actually have the chance to become something truly significant in your life and quite possible in the world at large, end quote. I find that passage so energizing and exciting because we all have that little nagging hunch. I've had it for years. The author gives us all permission to dust that stupid idea off the shelf in the back of your mind, summon the courage to begin, and potentially change your life. Most people are just waiting. Quote, They wait for that elusive day when they'll finally have enough time. Guess what? You never will. Enough education. There's always more to know. 
Enough money, no matter how much you make, someone will always make more. They wait until the children are grown. News flash. Just because they're grown, it doesn't mean you're rid of them. Or until things settle down at work. They never will. End quote. If you keep waiting for the perfect moment to start, you will wake up one day and realize that your entire life has passed you by. This is when regret starts to settle in. Norton shares an equation that captures stupid as the new smart perfectly. It's called the stupid equation. Future regret equals today's imperative. Future regret equals today's imperative. Quote, wouldn't it be amazing if you could travel into the future, see where you messed up, and then go back in time to rearrange things in order to make your future better? You can. If you foresee regret, you can mind travel to the future. If you can train yourself to mind travel effectively, you can intentionally affect your future by doing something about it today. End quote. The simple exercise that Norton works us through in the book is this. One, write down everything you've dreamt of doing. Two, fast forward to your 80th birthday and see which items on the list are most meaningful for you to achieve. Three, Prioritize that dream list from most important to least important and get to work on what's important today. There are so many books now that reference the importance of fast-forwarding life and then working backwards to discover what is really important today. In Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, one of the core habits Stephen Covey addresses is to begin with the end in mind. In the optimized coaching program I took in 2019, one of the very first and most impactful exercises we were asked to do was to take a trip to hell. You fast forward life to where you're lying on your deathbed and there's nothing doctors can do for you at this point. You're surrounded by family and friends, but from a distance you see someone walk in the room, someone that looks radiantly alive, well-dressed, smiling, confident, and from all outward appearances is living the good life. You realize that the person that just walked in the room was the person you could have become had you had a little more courage, a little less fear, or made a few less excuses as to why you couldn't go after your dreams. The person that just walked in was the best version of you, but now it's too late to do anything about it. That, for most people, is the equivalent to a trip to hell. Don't just pass the time. Leave a legacy. Insight number two, the three big excuses. No time, no education, no money equals no excuse. The author refers to this as the TEM gap. And if you have been in the service industry for any amount of time, I'm sure it resonates with you. The three excuses raised most often by people on the verge of starting that stupid idea that has been festering in the back of their mind are, I don't have enough time, I don't have enough education or experience, and I don't have enough money. Quote, no matter how hard you work, no matter how much you study, no matter how much money you earn and tuck away, no matter, insert your favorite excuse here, there is still no guarantee that the stars will eventually align in the way you're waiting for them to. And for most of us, it's actually highly improbable that they ever will, end quote. I absolutely love that passage because it essentially eliminates any reason for you or I to wait to get started. You must have faith that you are as ready as you're ever going to be right now. You are fully capable of starting this journey today, so this leaves you with an empowering choice. Quote, 
You can overcome your circumstances or let your circumstances overcome you, end quote. You can overcome your circumstances or let your circumstances overcome you. Something to think about. At this moment, there is likely a divide between your inspired dreamer idea and your ability to get started. This divide, which may seem enormous in your mind, is what the author refers to as the TEM gap. The danger in continually falling into the TEM gap is it not only leaves you stuck, you will start feeling justified in postponing your dream. Quote, you are buying into a limiting belief that no matter how badly you want to, no matter how deep-seated your passion, you simply can't start now. End quote. Time. If you look at time from a lifespan perspective, then logically you have less time than you did yesterday to achieve your dreams. Each passing day gently inches the door closer to closing on that stupid idea that may very well be what you were meant to do in life. Quote, Time doesn't care how much money you accumulate. Time doesn't care how much education you have. Time doesn't care how long you wait for your life to settle down. Time will always be hard to find. So the way I see it, you can start now and reach for your dreams, or you can wait for later and hope that later doesn't prove to be too late. End quote. Love that. It doesn't matter at what point in life you assess time. You will always struggle to find the time. I believe the fundamental change you need to make right now is to evaluate your priorities. You always have time for those things that are priority in your life. The challenge facing most people is they want to dream, but life's current priorities are not aligned to reaching it. Experience. Lack of experience is another common excuse that justifies your fears of getting started. You know those insidious thoughts that overwhelm your mind, suggesting that you don't know enough. You need to study more, that if you started now, people would surely see you as an imposter. So you read another book, take another course, or waste another year trying to justify the experience gap. Quote, some people say they have 20 years experience, when in reality, they only have one year's experience repeated 20 times, end quote. The reality is that no matter how much experience you have, you cannot possibly anticipate every curveball that'll be thrown at you on this journey. So why not take the first baby step today and then learn as you go? As long as you're committed to lifelong learning, you can seek out learning opportunities along the way. Just don't fall into the trap of thinking you need all the education up front. Money. Quote, if starting dreams were dependent on your bank account, then we'd have no rags to riches stories, no Oprah, no J.K. Rowling, no Steve Jobs. These examples may be extreme, but they're also real. These remarkable individuals demonstrate that you don't have to wait for ideal financial circumstances before you start working toward your dreams. In fact, I'd wager that the necessity of pushing hard against those less-than-ideal circumstances is partially responsible for their success. End quote. It's inspiring to me to think about Oprah, Rowlings, or Jobs. Making the decision to wait instead of taking courageous action Regardless of their current financial situation, we would have never been exposed to these legends and the gifts that they gave to the world. What gifts will you end up hiding from this world if you choose to wait because you believe you don't have the money to get started? Quote, it's not about the amount of money you do or do not have. It's how you view the use of the money you have that matters. Please be careful that you're not selling yourself the story that sometime in the future, you will have the time, 
money, and education you need to get started on what really matters to you. This story has been sold to millions around the world who are sitting back waiting to be better positioned in life so they can finally step towards their dreams. Quote, successful people don't use the obstacles of time, education, and money as excuses, and neither should you. End quote. This concludes the two insights I wanted to share from one of the most entertaining books I've read in some time. If you find yourself waiting for a better moment to go after what currently resides in your imagination, I would highly recommend reading this book. You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Lambert. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To go deeper with me, you can register for free at www.philosopherinsights.com for instant access to a growing library of Philosopher Insights, which are 8-10 to 10 page PDFs, plus 20-minute MP3s that break down my favorite insights from the world's best personal development books. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Facebook at Optimal Herb. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.